from the spacious Forever Dog Studios in Los Angeles, California, and the satellite Forever Dog Studios in Baltimore, Maryland, this is Groomzilla! And now your host, Dan Gill and Eric DeDorian. Hey, Eric. Hey, Dan. Wow, that was one heck of an intro. You really laid it out there. What are you, you talking about? No, that's, that's the same recorded intro we use every week. That's just our standard intro. I know. No, 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 I know. I meant once the one time you recorded the standard intro. Right. I really laid it out there. You you left literally everything out on the field. Well, I come to play, Eric. You know that about me. I come. I do know that, Dan. I do know that. I come to play. Welcome to Groomzillas. Thanks once again for listening. I'm Dan. That is Eric. This is the wedding. Yes, you say. You say. What's up, wetheads? Get wet, stay wet. We are the Groomzillas. We, we, we hope you milk duds are enjoying yourself, having a good week. This, of course, Groomzillas is the wedding, wedding planning podcast by Grooms for Grooms. Everyone in between, we do our thing once a week. This week is no different. Eric, you just said you, you shaved and showered to do the podcast. I, I, gotta, I did. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. You all right? Well, Dan, I am all right. And I'll tell you something else, Dan. Sounds I, like you fell I, over. I, did I fall over? Yes, of course I fell over, Dan. Uh, I fell over with excitement oh. about uh, being a new person and, and becoming a, something good in the world. And uh, okay, and I've decided uh, to wash my body as yeah. much as it deserves. And uh, okay, and what what kind of rate do you think that is? Is that a daily thing? Is that a couple times a week? Uh, used to be once a week. Uh huh. Uh, right now, I'm at once every couple of days. Really do a thorough cleaning, scrubbing. Sure. But Dan, it's just a. This is just a small part of the overall thing, which is I'm just trying to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. Okay. In in Gen. In Gen. You know? Yeah. They yeah. they created the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. In Gen. Yeah. Deep, in Gen. Deep cut. In general, you're you're improving. Yeah. So so you're getting ready to blossom, is what I hear. You're getting you're going in. And you're gonna yeah. get in your cocoon or whatever, and I'm mixing my yeah. I'm mixing my metaphors, I've been, but I've been hibernating, yeah, uh, as a human being, okay, maybe all my life. Oh, but I'm I'm ready to step out. I'm ready to step out. Okay, it's it's almost time for your coming out party. You're a debutante. It's my season. Yes. Oh, oh, yes, Dan. Eric, Eric, I'm actually, I'm actually, we're really headed in the right way. For this week's conversation, just right is off that the, right? right off the bat really? here, yeah. Wow. Well, wow. D- did you know this wow. is our this is our first uh, Groomzillas in March? Uh, oh my God, I knew it. Yeah, I knew something was in the air, Dan. Oh, there's a lot in the air. Uh, uh, springtime is just around the corner. It's March. It's coming in like a lion. It's going to go out like a lamb. Uh, mm-hmm. It's 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 almost time for baseball. Spring training is upon us. We got our Dodgers coming back. We got the Cubs coming back. I love baseball. I love I love spring, but most importantly, you know you know what's right around the corner. It's March. It's here. What is you know what I'm talking about, right, Eric? Are you talking about wedding season, Dan? Fuck yeah. It's, yeah, it is wedding season. I knew it. I knew it. It's flipping wedding season, man. We like I this is officially our first uh, our first wedding season here at Grimzilla's because we weren't, you know, we weren't in existence last spring, but boy, <laughs> I got to tell you, I'm pretty excited to be you know, on the ground floor for this this 2018 wedding season. Happy happy wedding march to you, Eric. Happy wedding march to you, Dan. And I'll tell you what, I'm pumped. I'm amped. It's been a winter of wet iciness, mm. and and I am ready for the earth. 
Yeah. The soil to breathe again, Dan. Yes. To breathe again and to emerge, Dan. Uh Uh-huh. Through the ice, Dan. Yes, And through the snow, Dan, into the air and the sunlight above, Dan. Oh, I like that. And I'll tell you something. Yes, Dan. And I'll tell you something else, Dan. I'm so proud to, so gosh darn happy and proud to have a Groomzilla's. Oh. You know? Yeah. To have a a podcast, Dan. Uh Uh-huh. Where wedding season is is the reason, baby. That oh. is the reason for our lives. The reason for the season, that wedding season. I, I, I just can't wait. I, I know a lot of people who are engaged. I know a lot of people are in the planning stages. 2018 weddings, they're going to be unlike weddings. These are going to be the biggest weddings, maybe. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just excited that, you know, it's all, it's all happening. It's wedding march. No, I'm with you, Dan. There's no, there's no denying the fact that the weddings that are about to happen in 2018, uh-huh. the year of our of our wedding lord. Okay. 2018. There's no denying the fact that these weddings are going to be some of the most exciting weddings anyone's ever seen, Dan. We love wedding season here at Groomzilla's and it's wedding March, which means we're going to be giving you all the hot takes on the new trends and what's going up and what's going down. What's what's cool? What's hungover from last season? What's totally dead? What's new? All of it right here. On Wedding March on Groomzilla's, brought to you by Zola.com. Uh, let's just get into it, Eric, because uh, for, for, this, for, this, for this week's I do's, I don'ts, it's Wedding March yes, edition. Dan. It's Wedding March yes, edition. Dan. So, yes, Dan. So let's open it up. Let's open up the I do's, I don'ts, Wedding March edition and get right into it. Now, Eric. Yes, Dan. Are you still there? Hello, Eric. Dan, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. For, Loud and clear, Dan. For Wedding March... Uh, yeah. I do's, I don'ts, wedding march edition. This mm-hmm. week we're doing something kind of fun. We've never done this here on Groomzilla's, but I can already tell it's going to be a real blast. Uh, I'm already having fun, Dan. Oh my god! <laughs> what I did, what I did is I typed in 2018 wedding trends into okay. into Google, and that was uh, very smart of you. Well, that yeah, was very, that was very smart of you, Dan. Yeah, it's why you turned to us for advice. We you know we got the inside track on stuff like this. We know about Google. So the first thing to pop up is Martha Stewart Weddings, 13 new wedding trends to watch for in 2018, according to the planners. And you know what I thought would be fun, Eric, is for this week's I Do's, I Don'ts Wedding March Edition, we'll just go right down the line with these 13 new trends, and you and I will ring in I Do or I Don't on that. Does that sound like fun, or does that sound tedious and terrible? Wow, you have really explained this segment backwards and forwards, Dan. (laughs) There is no missing what we're about to do at all. Okay, are you mad? Are you mad at me? We're, we're no, cool. no way, Dan. I'm just excited. I can't wait to get through all these Martha Stewart stuff. Okay. This article sounds very disingenuous, but I'm going to continue. Continue. I'm being genuous. Okay. <laughs> this article, by the way, is by Sarah Schreiber. Thank uh, you, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. So let's just get right into it. First thing she says, living bars. Do you know what I mean by living bar, Eric? No way. Is that a bar in a living room? Come on, man. Freshly cut foliage fronted with laser cut painted wood veneer and stained lattice work covered in climbing clematis or just a few. Basically, it's a plant bar. You want you. They want their bar to have like ivy on it. So they think. What do you think? Yay or nay? I do's I don'ts on a living bar. Uh, I say nay. Seems superfluous. Um, <laughs> seems. <laughs> What is it, Dan? I think, what is it? I, I think your pronunciation of superfluous sounds superfluous. I said it, didn't I? I said that word all the way from beginning to end. Uh, I'm with you. This is one of the, I'm with this you. This is one of those things. It's 
sounds good. Yeah. It sounds good on paper. Sure. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be worth the time. Sounds like a lot of, sounds like a lot of money. I mean, upkeep. Yeah. Upkeep. Yeah. That's what I'm worried about. Day of during the wedding. Yeah. Nobody, when, 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 when the disc, when the disco ball comes out okay. and the DJ and it's hot and it's a steamy wedding yeah. and there's uh, people are drinking sure. and they're going, you know, they're going to tear the IV apart. Yeah. I don't, and nobody knows what you do with it after. How do you keep it no. living after? I, no. I'm going to say I don't on the living yeah. bar. That's two. I don'ts. Yeah. Uh, next, next she says potted plants as aisle decor. Now this this is fine. This is just she's that's saying, a hard do. That's a oh, hard. This of is a course hard do, do that. For me. Of course do that. It's a hard do. I feel like we don't even need to explain it. We had living plants at our. I mean, they're yeah. plants. Of course, plants are good as decoration. Dan, yeah. what's a better metaphor for a living, breathing love? Yes. That you are announcing to the world. Yeah. Than a living plant, Dan. Yeah. A plant that's alive and thriving. Yes, Eric. That's the message you want to send. Yeah. Let me just say personal note here. After my wedding, we had a yeah. lot. We had a lot of living plants that you know died because we didn't we didn't water them. So death is a part of life, Dan. Move on. What's number three? Number three: destination weddings that embrace local culture. Okay. Oh boy. I, oh boy. I don't know about this. That's a hard don't. This is yeah. Don't be the white people who go no. and like don't no don't. Sarah, I mean, I'm not even reading this, so I'm not g- yeah. giving it its full day in court here. But this one yeah. just rings. Uh, this one just rings f- false to me. I wouldn't. I'm. That's a hard yeah. don'ts. All right, moving that's on. A hard pass. Small- Unless, yeah, it's misappropriation, isn't that? Isn't that what the? Do- yeah. She's right. Maybe. Yeah. Um, just do your own cultural thing, even if you're in the destination. Unless the white people are going to like West Virginia or something, and they're going to do like a like a Ozarks wedding, back, or Missouri. Yeah, that's you know Missouri. What I mean? Yeah, that could, but that's, that could work. It's still, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Feel it out. Read the room. Next one: small wedding Read parties. Small wedding parties, Eric. I this is a do for me because I didn't even have a wedding party. Kind of ahead of you the head of the game there. Yeah, you had a wedding party that was so small. That it was non-existent. Is that what you're saying, Dan? Well, you did that too, dude. We were both ahead of the trend on that one. We did that in 2017, Martha yeah. Stewart. Uh, yeah. I mean, the wedding party, that's a no-brainer. The wedding party is going to be as big or small as existent or non-existent as you want it to be. Because guess yeah. what, baby? It's your party. Yeah. Uh, so that's a two I do's. Emphasis on the after party. The emphasis okay. will be on the late night portion of the wedding. Okay. The, the level of thought that goes into the party after the party will grow in 2018, whether that means adding a specialty late night food option, changing uh-huh. into a fun jumpsuit or lighter dress, or moving moving to right. an entirely new location to keep guests on their toes. Right. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, I'd say this is something you should consider. I do recommend doing this as well, because inevitably that, uh, that rented venue space, they don't let you go all night at those places, and people want to keep no. partying. So Yeah. Uh, and... And you don't want to overthink this. You don't want to so overthink it so that you have like another wedding yeah. after the wedding that you already no, had. Yeah. You want to you want to think about it, but be careful not to overthink about it. That's a good point. Uh, thank you, Dan. Yeah. Like for instance, for example, Dan. Okay. I will bring up your wedding first. All right. Uh, I will bring. I don't know what's. You are what in a that? weird. What is that you're voice? in a weird space today, but I'm getting so excited, Dan, that it's, I can't. <laughs> so, um, yeah. 
My uh, my wedding after about after our wedding is that what you you're talking were, about? You, we we walked down the street to yeah. a bar that was down the street. Yeah, that was great. Easy. My yeah, my wedding. Oh, uh, Hard Rock Cafe. Hard Rock Cafe. Boom. Where hard where the fun where rock goes to play. And Jimi um, Hendrix shirts hangs all day. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, this is a big yes from us. I do recommend, but don't like Eric said, don't overthink, don't overthink it. it. Don't overthink it. All right, the next one, going back indoors. Okay. Indoor venues. You know that outdoor wedding people are doing? So last year. That's what uh, Martha is saying. Rooftops or museums? No, 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 no. You're saying everybody's going indoors. I'm saying high ceilings, open space. They're just as great as as the outdoors can be. That's what Sarah says. And I, I agree with Sarah. Go back inside. Change it up. You're saying, so you're saying do go back inside. I would say I do's recommend it if it's a if it's a worthwhile space. You know, don't be beholden. I don't know how I feel about that one. Yeah, sure. I Go say back don't. Inside. I know. I have a hard. This is a hard don't. Oh, okay. I don't ever want to say. I don't ever want to make a hard line decision on the indoor outdoor thing. Yeah. Uh, because now, for it to be a trend in 2018, post 26th election, 2016 election. Okay. It's kind of changed everything. So everything is going to be seen through the prism of that yeah. and saying, Oh, we're going to go back inside kind of yeah. like we're going back into hiding okay. now because you know, Oh, yeah. there's a white supremacist president. There's uh, a yeah. white supremacies all over the goddamn fucking place. Now we're going to hide our love. Fuck that. No way. The okay. resistance starts with outdoor weddings. God damn it. Take your wedding to an outdoor venue to the rooftop. Scream it from the fucking rooftops. Okay. Trump is not going to fucking push us back indoors. Wow. God damn it. Wow. Wow. All right. Next one. Uh, moody, colorful florals. <laughs> oh, yes, do. <laughs> okay. I just got one thing to say. Here's a hue to watch for, Eric. Purple. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Purple. Big I do's. Of course, purple. Come on. Martha. Purple was, the, purple was the best part of the Super Bowl. Purple was the best part of Prince's Prophets. Okay. Uh, prophecies, excuse me. Sure. Um, you know, purple Purple is the color of unison. Purple is what happens when you bring red and blue together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what purple, I'm so about purple. Great. That's two I do's for purple. Uh, next one, textured linens. Textured linens. I don't think I even care about this one. Like, who the hell I don't, cares? I don't, I have uh, <laughs> over, I have overpronounced um, fingerprints. I, I don't know. See, I so I, a lot of texture on stuff. Yeah. It actually is overstimulating to me because oh. I'm so it's, you know, it's too, I don't, I like, I like a lot of smooth stuff. I like smooth stuff. I don't like a lot okay. of texture. Okay. I don't like texture, man. Okay. So that's a don'ts from you on the textured linens in 2018. I'm just going to say once again, I don't care. Don't worry about the, the table linens. Don't seriously. Well, okay. I mean, another thing about texture is, you know, guess what texture is? What? Sparkles. Glitter. That's all texture, buddy. Glad. Okay. That's okay. texture, kid. Okay. You know, you're okay. saying you don't want texture and when you got a bunch of texture, you didn't even know you had texture. Okay. All right. Moving on. We're almost done here. This is really going well, I think. This uh I, I can do this all fucking day. I do's I don'ts. Wedding March edition brought to you by Zola.com. But right now we are on MarthaStewartWeddings.com reading the 13 new wedding trends to watch for in 2018, according to the planners by Sarah Schreiber. Next, she recommends translucent touches. Now, what, what does this mean? I need to read this here. 
Uh, a reemergence of classic mid-century design. It's no surprise that Lucite and other see-through mediums are about to have a wager, a major wedding moment. Okay, and there's, I like this. It's like a picture of a clear tent. Clear yeah. tents, venue surrounded Trans- by floor. Yeah, okay. Transparency. No more. The idea that privacy is uh, is a 2017 construct. Okay, yeah. And uh, in the 2018 weddings, translucency is going to be yeah. everywhere. Yeah, no hiding. Just like just like your outdoor note, transparency, no, nothing to hide. Yeah, but again, this could be too much. There could be such a thing as too much transparency. I recently uh, came across a clear plastic uh, coat that I wore with nothing underneath. Um, and it was clear plastic okay. and there was nothing underneath. And I was walking down the street. I went to go to Panera Bread to have yeah. a, a, a small uh, soup is, lunch. Yeah. And, and a lot of people were giving me dirty looks, Tan. A yeah. lot of people were were saying too much. Yeah. This is too much transparency. I can see that, especially yeah. for a Panera Bread. Yeah. Um, but as far as, you know, as far as how they're talking about yeah. transparency, I think. Sure. See-through tents, yes. Yeah. Okay. See-through pants, probably not. No, probably not. nobody's suggesting that. So, but yeah, agreed. So, Eric, let's just burn through these last few to wrap up this terribly fantastic segment. Uh, how about just a do's or don'ts on these next few? Okay. Does that sound good? Uh, okay. Marble dance floors. I do. Yeah, I do. That's a good dancing surface. Dogwood bouquets. This is. I a- don't even know what that is. Don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> well, you got to educate yourself. Uh, Dogwood is the state floor. Is the state thing of of uh, the flower the state? We're talking about a bridal bouquet made only of dogwood blossoms will make a huge appearance in the spring. This is about to happen. So. I, I'm kind of, I don't care. Sure, do's, flowers. I, what's the difference? That makes me think of the American president starring Annette Benning and Michael Douglas, son of Kirk Douglas. Okay. So is that a do or a don't on the dogwood bouquet? That's a do. That's a do because I love that movie. And I the only reason why I know what a dogwood is is because of that movie. And yes. Okay. Do's. Up next, do's or don'ts, colored candles on tablescapes or peppered throughout the event space. Uh, this is a no-brainer. Of course, color everything. God damn it. Yeah, I agree. If it, I mean, if it goes with your hues, uh, sure, color. Creative place cards. No, no creative place cards. Please be boring about your place. Yeah, cards. I would like to look into what this means. While paper will be having its place in cre- in wedding events, there is an ongoing trend to think outside the box. The new year will weave creative place cards into the event's aesthetic. They'll be edible. Oh boy. Or made, or, or made with unexpected mediums such as plants or vases. Okay, they're making everything from plants, it seems like. We got the living bar. Now we got, I don't know. There's only one. You know, there's only one plant I really care about, Dan. What's that? The marijuana plant, Dan. If it's got a, if it's got a cool joint, if mm-hmm. my place card's got a joint with my name on it, literally, uh, that's cool. Otherwise, just make sure everyone knows where they're sitting. Yeah. They, this is... This is the thing where it's it's where place cards are extremely important function. Yes, there's a practicality to them that you don't. That's very important. You do not want to get in the way of the practicality yeah. of the nape. Just get people and to I, where they're going. And the best way to do that, Dan, is to just fucking not even have assigned seating. Tbh. Uh, yeah, I, I'm with you there. Uh, okay, so that was uh, that was moderately successful, and it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I, I mean, we didn't have to do that much work, and it, and it, no. it paid off in a lot of good content for you. Now you don't have yeah. to go on to that first 
Google search uh, result. That was MarthaStewart'sWeddings.com. Uh, 13 trends coming up in 2018 to watch for, according to the planners by Sarah Schreiber. Thanks to them. Uh, that's I do's, I don'ts. Wedding March 2018. We'll be right back after this word from Zola.com. Hey guys, hope you're enjoying Groomzilla's. Thanks for listening to the show. And I hope you're enjoying Wedding March brought to you by Zola.com. Z-O-L-A.com. Eric, are you enjoying Wedding March? Oh man, Dan, I love Wedding March. I'm so ready for wedding season. Well, there's only one place to thank for Wedding March, and that, of course, is Zola.com. Now, you might be asking, what is Zola.com? Well, What is Zola.com, Dan? (laughs) Thank you, Eric. I thought you might say that. Zola is the wedding company that will do anything for love. Eric, they're reinventing the wedding planning and registry experience to make the happiest moment in couples' lives even happier. From engagement to wedding and decorating your first home, Zola is there, combining compassionate customer service with modern tools and technology, all in the service of love, baby. But wait, 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 wait. Why should I choose Zola? Dan, are you asking me why you should choose Zola? Eric, why choose Zola? The answer is so simple, Dan. It's free, it's easy to use, and it's fun. Zola has everything you love about your favorite department store, plus things like honeymoon funds, fitness classes, wine subscriptions, and so much more. Zola has over 500 top brands, 50,000 gifts, experiences, and cash funds. Wow. And the most important thing is, Dan, what? Zola is so easy to use for couples <laughs> and their guests. Wow, you sound pretty sold on Zola. Well, we should just join the over 300,000 couples who have already used Zola. A couple Zola registry automatically integrates into their Zola wedding website so guests can seamlessly shop and get all the details they need in one place. God, I wish I would have known about the Zola.com months ago when I got married, Eric. Dan, that, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was thinking if I knew about Zola.com, Z-O-L-A, Zola, yeah. then... My wedding planning a wedding would have been so easy. I mean, Dan. it's it's a one stop shop, and nobody it was nobody nobody. So much more. Nobody. Fun, why didn't man. anyone tell us about this thing, man? Well, ah, thank, I wish I knew about Zola. Thank God, thank God, we're here for the wetheads to let them know to so they don't make the same mistakes we did by not using Zola.com. And if you're wondering, how, hey, what should I sign up for Zola.com for any reason beyond all those great things you just said? Yes, right now, if you sign up with Zola, you will receive a $50 credit towards your registry if you go to Zola.com slash Groomzillas. That sounds like a promo code to me, Eric. Is that a promo code? Dan, that is a promo code. And what's more important is $50 can go a long way at Zola.com. So many brands. It's it's so much fun. Honestly, I wish... I'm mad. I'm mad. You guys, you, I'm talking to my friends and family now. No one told me about Zola.com. No one Dan, pulled I, me aside not, and said, Dan, it's Zola. That, it's not that I'm mad. I'm just disappointed, Dan. You sound... You sound... <laughs> Like you need to take a breather, but I think I think you're just worked up because this Zola.com is just such an easy one-stop shop for all your wedding registry needs. Is that is that what it is? That is what it is. I'm gonna go to Zola.com and relax. So make sure you visit Zola.com/groomzillas. That's Z-O-L-A.com/groomzillas to receive a fifty-dollar credit towards your registry. Hey, thanks Zola. Thanks Groomzillas. Thank you, Eric. Zola.com. Z-O-L-A.com/groomzillas. Welcome back to Groomzilla's. Thanks, of course, for joining us again, Eric. 
You you What's chilling? Up, Dan? You chilling over there? Everything chill? I'm chilling. I'm Ellen, like a like a cool, lovable villain, Dan. Oh well, this Dan Gillen loves to hear it. It's just Dan Gill. I just made it, so it it rhymed. Uh, hey, you know what I was wondering? What's going on with that hunk hotline? I wonder if we got any messages. Uh, you want to check it? Let's uh, let's see if we can give it oh. any advice. Ooh, too right, old chap. That's a great idea. Let's do it. Righto, righto. Before we do that, of course, as always, you can call us at our toll-free number, 8886... God damn it. It's 626-765-4995. God damn it. Sorry, sorry. Yes, of course. Or just email us at groomzillas at gmail.com. Wow, I'm not on today. Groomzillas at gmail.com, 626-765-4995. Any questions, wedding-related or not, we'll answer it on air. Let's check the message right now, see what we got for us. Hi, Dan and Eric. Uh, big fan of the podcast, big fan of weddings. Um, uh, I just called because I have a question that I want to hear you talk about. Uh, as I'm sure you know, the, the, the big one of the biggest weddings of uh, 2018, one of the hottest weddings, is going to be the wedding between uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Um, I'm very excited about it. I've been reading a lot about it. Uh, and one thing, uh, one question on everybody's mind that's been paying attention to this wedding is, will Harry choose Prince William as his best man? This is a, uh, obviously a big question. Prince William chose Prince Harry as his best man when he got married to Kate Middleton. Um, will Harry choose William in return? Uh, I'm dying to find out the answer to that question, but in the meantime, I was hoping you guys could weigh in on the uh, etiquette of uh, somebody chooses you as their best man, are you required to then choose them as your best man if you get married? Uh, how do you guys weigh in on that, uh, you being the experts? I, uh, I'm very excited to hear what you have to say about that. Thanks. Okay. Um, that was... Wow. Uh... <laughs> Wow, that was a that was a lot of questions. That was a lot, first of all. Uh, but thank what a, you. What, what a well produced question that was. Yeah, Sam. yeah, you really hit all the points. Really laid it out there for us. Um, just uh, I don't know who that was, but thank you, whoever you were calling in, anonymous caller. Um, he's asking about, of course, the upcoming royal wedding. Uh, oh th- yeah, Dan, I'm pumped. Our thoughts on that, and of course, the best man question. I thought that's a the, there's two. Two great things I, I think we could talk about. We can hit on first. Let's talk about the uh, the royal wedding first. Any yeah. what what are your thoughts there? Just general thoughts. Uh, me, uh, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. Is that it? That you're just excited? Well, I mean, yeah, I'm pretty excited. Um, For me, it's bittersweet. Uh, of oh course, boy. I'm excited. I'm bitter. Uh, it's bittersweet because I wish that my um, my dear old friend and mother of the groom, the Princess Day, was around. To see it, you yeah. know, see Harry, because sure. Harry was always our favorite growing up. You know, William. You think? We always, yeah, William, William, you know, William's William's the guy that everyone loves. William's the the firstborn. He's going to do all the right things. Harry's Harry was our guy. Yeah. Princess, I, Di and I, we, we, we really <laughs> loved Harry because he was uh-huh. uh, what we thought we were, you know, at that time. In the eight, 70s and 80s, we were outsiders, outcasts, uh-huh. right. uh, interlopers. Yeah. And and that's kind of what Harry is. Yeah. I think Harry is the... I've always been a fan of Harry. He always seemed a, oh, yeah. a, a bit more cheeky, a bit more fun. Yeah. Um, Big you fan know, of Harry. Wearing, Big fan of wearing Harry. Wearing Hitler costume, Nazi Nazi costumes and stuff. That's fun. You know, it's not, it's, it's not so much that. fun anymore, but uh, yeah. I knew I knew where he was coming from. Uh, uh-huh. He was just being a cheeky guy. And... British um people- for some reason, British people 
always like to take it there because I think that the Nazis almost got them. Yeah. Well, yeah, they were, they were, <laughs> they, I mean, they literally almost lo- like for us, America's intervention in world war two is like, you know, yeah, they get to make that joke. They get to make they, that joke. I don't know if they get to. Yeah. I, think, um, I don't know if anybody gets to make that joke besides, I mean, I don't, you know, what about a, a what about a Royal, a Royal gets to make that joke, right? Well, the Royal gets to do whatever they want. Sure. Um, okay. And, and that includes picking whoever they want to be their best man. Yeah, Dan. but of course he's gonna pick William, the man who would, be, the man who will be king. He's going. Of course he's gonna choose William. That's my thought on the subject. What do you think? Um, I don't know, man. There's something. There's something about this kid that I love, and he is. He knows what is. He knows, especially. Anyone in the royal family knows or what they're what is expected of them. Sure. They're told over and over and over again all day long what yep. is expected of them. Yeah. And I think that Harry, like my good old friend and his mom die, yeah. really pushed up, rubbed up against that. Sure. They really did not like that. And is he is do I think if I was a betting, if I was a betor, yeah. I would say Where's yeah, he's bet? probably gonna he's probably gonna pick William. Yeah. But Look out. Yeah, you're right. He's a bit of a contrarian and he might yeah. he might he might zig when we're all expecting him to zag. He doesn't like Don't. to be told what to do. Yeah. Look um, out for like uh Paul McCartney. Okay. Yeah. Uh Keanu Reeves. Sure. Uh Keanu Reeves be- is high on the yeah. list. I, I've heard that in a, from a couple of different sources that Keanu Reeves uh, is in, in the running. Um he's in the Na- mix. Naomi Campbell. Sure. Uh Penelope Cruz. Yeah. What about uh what about uh, what if we goes Pippa? <laughs> Ooh, I like that. What, I like that. What if Pippa Pippa outshines both royal weddings? Because um, you know people she love, people love Pippa. People, people love Pippa. People love Pippa. People love Pippa. I don't get it. I don't get it. Me personally, you're a Kate guy. Uh, I'm a huge Kate head. I think yeah. what Kate does is, I mean, don't get me wrong. People love Pippa for a reason yeah. uh, and that reason is Pippa's great but you know I don't get all the hub I don't think he picks Pippa okay well I'm just saying that's a maybe dark horse maybe we go Pippa what about the other question the larger question do you have to go tit for tat on best men if you're somebody's best man do you have to make that person your best man when the day comes for you to me I say uh, no yeah, that's that, that. just because someone put dibs on you as their best man you don't have to return the favor. It's your, it's your have choice. Have you ever been anyone's best man, Dan? Uh, thank you for asking, Eric. No, no. N- neither have I, Dan. Nobody's ever asked me to be their best man. No. And I don't think anybody will. I don't think ever. so. I don't think so either for me. Uh, so I don't know how to answer that fully, you know, because I don't know what it's like to be anyone's best man. No. Um, I, if we can go back, I think that it's like, that is, it's that's a hard no. I mean, to me, there's no there's no games involved. Sure. You know? Yeah. And if, if there is, you should end the game. It's a silly game to play. I can see why, again, this anonymous caller had had that thought on mm-hmm. uh, on why. I don't know if their situation is, is being if they're being pressured by someone who made them their best man. I don't know. I don't know the context um, right. from that anonymous man who called in. But uh, yeah. I, it's yeah, I'm with you. Hard no. Don't feel like you got to do. I mean, no. come on. There are no rules to this thing. Choose Pippa for Christ's sake, if you want to, if she's you're available. Really pushing, you're really pushing for Pippa, huh? People like Pippa. 
People like Pippa. People no like question Pippa. about it. People like Pippa. People like um, Pippa. Uh, okay. Well, well was- Dan, because I'll tell you why. And I'll tell you why you don't do something like that. Because okay. you, when you are beholden, when you feel like you're obligated right. to, uh, to match someone's love like that, yeah. it's just, you know, it becomes difficult. You know, you don't need a mutual love like that to to take forms like that. Everyone's an adult. The only the only matching The only thing you need to match mm-hmm. is the person you're marrying. Yeah, your love, their love, bingo, bango. Yep. That's all you got to worry about, man. Don't worry about like evening yeah. up the score on the best man or the groomsman or any of that crap. Well said, old chap. Well said yourself. Uh, well, that was, of course, a hunk hotline. If you have a question, if you seek advice, make sure you give us a call and we'll answer it on air. It's 626-765-4995 or hit us up at groomzillas at gmail.com. Don't forget about the socials. We got the at groomzillas on Twitter and at groomzillas pod on Instagram. Uh, that's the- and, and again, this is beyond America, you know. Across the pond, yes, I think it's I think it's pertinent uh, it's to it's uh, pertinent yes. to mention it uh, mention especially today because of that question about the royal wedding. You're talking to Prince uh, Harry right now. You're saying Prince Harry or Meghan Meghan Markle, either one, call in. Yeah, yeah. We got we got the advice. We got the milk. Milk mm-hmm. us. We'll give you the advice. Uh, yeah, we can package that milk. We can package that milk. We can, and it can ship. It, we can send it over to. We can ship it. We can ship it. So that number, once again, 626-765-4995, groomzillas at gmail.com. Our guest this week, uh, very exciting, very glad we have him, the great Barry Rothbart. This was a fun, this was a fun talk, wasn't it, Eric? If I'm a better, if I'm a better, if I'm a betting man, I would say, I would bet that people are going to enjoy this conversation that we had with Barry Rothbart. Let's take a listen. It's so well, we're gonna go to break first. <laughs> Dan, let's do this. Let's go to break. Okay. Dan, we'll go to break. We'll come back with Barry Rothbart. How's that? Oh, you mean Wolf of Wall Street's Barry Rothbart from Downward Dog? That Barry Rothbart, the stand-up comedian, Barry the Rothbart, stand-up comedian and writer and actor, Barry Rothbart. After this break, he'll be with us. Oh, okay. Well, let's 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 take a break then. All right. Welcome back to Groomzillas. We are joined in the spacious Forever Dog Studios here in Los Angeles, California, by the great Barry Rothbart. Barry, thanks for being here. What's up, everybody? Hi, Barry. Oh, good to be. Can you guys hear me in the mic? I don't think so. I can you hear can? you. I don't think they can. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's recording. Oh, I can okay. hear you. Yeah, we're good. Eric can hear you. Coming yeah. to us from Baltimore. Uh, how you doing today? You, you back from Vegas? Yeah, baby. Yeah, I went to Vegas uh, just on a whim for one night because I wanted to get away and uh, stayed at the Golden Nugget. Yeah. And uh, old Vegas. It's weird. It's weird going to Vegas alone. You really you feel like like you're going to kill yourself. Like, yeah. It feels like it's, it's like your place. last trip ever. <laughs> yeah. And um, and it wasn't. I didn't kill myself. I think that's funny that you came in here to Groomzilla's wedding podcast and you're like, I just had to go to Vegas to get, aw- <laughs> to get away. I did. No, <laughs> I, 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 I actually had to. I think it's important. I think yeah. a lot of people don't talk about that, but I think getting away and having distance is actually a big deal. I yeah. agree. I think yeah. Eric agrees. I agree. Um, how long have you been married? Uh, it's been a year and a half. Two year, Almost two years. Yeah, a year and a half. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh that's not long. Been, I thought you've been married long. for a long time for uh, some reason. Is that why you invited me on the podcast? <laughs> that's the only reason. 
I wanted an old <laughs> twenty years no, old. I, old vet. I've been with my uh, with my wife. I keep wanting to call her my girlfriend. No, she's my wife, but I. <laughs> I uh, that's a weird transition, right? Yeah, you go from girlfriend to wife. The, really... bo- the Borat voice really helps. Once you, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my that, girlfriend. I never liked the movie. I never liked the movie until I got married, and then yeah, my girlfriend's not rolling off the top. My girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. My fiance. <laughs> yeah, Borat doesn't speak uh, French. Yeah, uh, I like I uh, the wife thing was easy for me. I like saying it like in um uh, my what my wife. Like kind yeah. of like begrudgingly, yeah, yeah. That's that's, that's appropriate for a wife. That that doesn't sound like you have a good marriage. No, no, we're uh, filing for divorce. I feel like I'm in instant, instantly being. I mean, this is probably just my guilt, but I feel real possessive when I say my wife. Like, sure, my wife she's called yours. you. Yeah, yeah. she is yeah. mine. She does belong. Yeah. She does belong to me. Um, <laughs> I love I love the Golden Nugget. I've only ever stayed there once, but I like it there a lot. I love hotels. Yeah. Golden Nugget feels like it's old themed. It is. You know what I mean? It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't feel uh, cheap. It feels like it's cheap themed. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Isn't that where we went, Eric, when we were driving? We, did, we had uh, we had a buffet. Yeah. When we were driving yeah. to Iowa, we stayed, We had dinner there. Yeah. That's it, the part of Vegas to go to. Driving to Iowa. Yeah. yeah. I'm from oh. Iowa. Oh, you drove back. Yeah. You stayed in the Golden Nugget. Yeah. Eric got really sick of the flu. And I think I'm, I'm pretty sure I got it in Vegas, right? <laughs> Probably at that buffet. <laughs> Definitely got sick in Vegas. Almost didn't almost die. Uh, no. um, you know, what's funny is I actually, whenever I go away, I end up talking to my wife for longer than I would have if I was home. Yeah. O- on the phone or on something? On the phone. Yeah. yeah. Like we had a longer conversation on the phone than we had had in a week because I was away. And then sure. you have to be like, well, what did you, how was the flight and what did you eat? And, you know, how, how are you? Yeah. Whereas like when you're home, you're just kind of like, oh, hey, who right. farted? <laughs> it's, it's Wait, so- who farted? Are you wearing the, are you wearing the classic joke shirt that says hoof arted? <laughs> hoof arted. Yeah, yeah. Great, great t-shirt. It's so when she, I'm with farted. Someone just fucked up the, the I'm with scooper shirt. I'm with farting. I like that. With- it's so, it's active. It's got agency. Yeah. <laughs> yeah when you would so when this comes up and you have to get away you have to get away from your wife mm-hmm. um does mm-hmm. she is she also kind of like yeah i'd like you to not be here too or does uh, she take offense to it she didn't want me to leave as much this time a lot of times it's for work i don't usually yeah. just go like hey i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna take off now but this yeah. time i think it was a little more um i think it was a little more my idea than yeah. hers because I just I don't know you. I was I'm in the thick of pilot season. Are you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you on a show? I don't know. I'm not on a show, but no, I've been so. going out for shows. Are um, you on a show? I'm I'm not. And uh, are you in the mix? I'm in the mix. I'm always in the mix, man. You know that. <laughs> I gave up on my career. I'm pinned. <laughs> I'm completely You've pinned. Been pinned. I'm pinned. Oh wow. No, I I uh, so it's stressful, and I needed I needed time away, and us both leaving because we have two dogs now is harder. So I was like, I'm just going to go. Is that cool? Like, I'm, I'm just going to leave. I'm going to leave for a day. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, why? Are you all right? And it's hard to explain to someone. Like, it wasn't after a fight? You guys weren't fighting? No, no. Just kind of in the middle of, of just hanging right. out at yeah. home. I was like, my brother gets, he works for Southwest, so I get free uh, flights. Only if it's like kind of weird hours and stuff, so I can fly as a guest. But I was just like, I'm going to Vegas. That's it. Yeah. I'm going for one day. Uh, I just need it. And uh, and she was like, okay, 
<laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And you, when you tell that to someone uh, not on a podcast, they go, "Are you all right?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I think that's so, great. I think yeah. especially I mean, because most of the time when my wife and uh-huh. I uh, get in arguments, I uh-huh. need. I grew up in a very lo- loud, yelly household, and I overheat very easily, like temper wise. And so when I feel it coming on, I I fucking step away. I step away, yeah. I go outside, I do anything I need to do to get away yeah. from that fucking So you moment. don't hit her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I actually hit, I hurt myself. Um, oh. Yeah. Okay. I'm a self, no, I'm a self-harmer. <laughs> no, you have to. I, I think it's really important and people yeah. don't talk a, a, about how important it is to kind of get away. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't Sometimes. that the Southwest? Isn't that the thing? Yeah, Want to get away? Want to get away. <laughs> Want to get away from your wife deal, I thought. <laughs> Want to get away from your wife for a day deal? Yeah. Yeah. But do. it's great because I came back now and we're, we're, uh, we're ready. We're ready to take on the week. That's awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. good. I gambled like a madman. And, mm-hmm. uh, um, I, you know, this is another thing to talk about too, is like being able to masturbate freely in mm-hmm. a hotel room. Oh, is the hotel, huge. the hotel wink. No, I mean, no one talks about that. Either. That just, I'm that talking speaks, about a lot of things that no one yeah. talks about. So <laughs> I feel like this is a real masturbation. <laughs> Hotels are sanctuaries and a hotel hotel in Vegas. Forget about it. I mean, incredible. Like the second the door closes, I don't know what it is. You just have to. Yeah. Immediately. I think it's because you're like, I tried to do a joke about this once, but you're kind of just the king of a room for a night. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're just like, this is, I, I own this and I'm never, I can make it messy. I could come everywhere. Yeah. Mm. No one, no one could say no. Okay. Except for yeah. the mate, except for like the mate who's yeah. working Some for slave up. labor, uh, yeah. for Steve Wynn. Except for the, except for her. I'm not saying it to win. <laughs> um, one of my favorite episodes of television of all time is when Tony Soprano goes to Vegas, like right at the end of Sopranos. Oh, that's a sad, sad. Are you serious? And he, and he has sex with Chrissy's Chrissy's like former. Oh, I don't remember that. What did he do? Girlfriend. He like, but he does like peyote, and he's like, "This is my fucking life." He. That's like him. I, think I understand. Doesn't he that's say That's his episode I where he's like, "I'm ready to die because yeah. because people like us fucking die." Yeah. <laughs> like this. Oh man. Whatever. That's a dark that episode. Dark. Yeah. Is that too dark? I felt like that though. I got really yeah. low at night. Yeah. Last night, and uh, and I think it was important to feel that because today I feel ready. Feel back. Got it all out. Yeah, got it all out. Good. Yeah, yeah. Well, People don't good. talk about that enough either. <laughs> Getting it all feeling, out. Feeling, feeling low. <laughs> like how important it is to feel low. Yeah, you got to ride that wave. Yeah, oh, bottom out. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Vegas naked masturbating alone is a good place to do. It that. really yeah. is. Do you get the sadsies after you guys finish uh, masturbating too? I think everybody does. Yeah. Everybody That's does. The, yeah. I try and plan it, especially when I'm doing a weekend on the road. Like I, I don't want to do it a bunch early in the weekend because then it feels like I'm super low for a day or two. <laughs> like I try to get it at the end, you know? Yeah. Like so I have, I still have like, like a boxer getting ready for like, a fight. You know? It's crazy. Sure. It's serotonin. Your serotonin levels are so connected to your dick. That's tight. They are. Yeah. They are. That's man. cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can do the thing where you get yourself close and then you pour ice water down your pants. Like a raging bull. Dude, constantly. <laughs> when I'm sitting in traffic, constantly. Yeah. <laughs> Well, this is great. I feel like we're learning a lot already. <laughs> no, um, I mean it's a you know it's a it's a it's a thing that I guess we have to deal with. I don't know if I try and manage it too much, but you know. no, I mean you got to schedule stuff. You're a busy guy. You like you said, it's pilot season. You can't be. Going it is in absolutely there with, pilot season. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Are you go- 
You do you, do you schedule like sad time for yourself? Because I kind of do that. I when I feel myself like because I get really oh, no I, way weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> when yeah, I, no, of course. Yeah, yeah, I know when there's like days I get cr- I get crazy low. I mean, yeah. like yeah, low low. Um, mm-hmm. And there are days when I'll wake up and I'll know immediately as soon as I open my eyes. Uh, today's a today's not gonna happen. Garbage. Yeah. Today's just yeah. not. <laughs> you know what's really scary when that starts happening every day, and you have to kind of talk yourself out of it. Yeah, dog. Um, oh no. That no, like, I, it, it's honestly uh, um, waking up first thing in the morning is just brutal I when know. you get older. Right. First thing when you open your eyes, you forget why. You yeah. know, like you're you've woken up and you forget why it's yeah. important to to have a day. Yeah. And to keep going. You need a list. And then you uh, and then you you start to slowly be like, oh, I'm enjoying this. and I'm yeah. looking forward yeah. to this. And I like this about myself. Yeah. But man, first thing in the morning when you're stripped down, yeah. you're just like, oh, this sucks. This Every sucks. Day? Most days, Most I think days. a lot of days, like that first eye opening. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know? Some days I wake up and I'm like, spring out of bed like ready to go it's i mean it's changes obviously but like some days i just get up and uh you're just ready today's gonna be it I'm yeah gonna do, do you smoke weed five things yeah yeah me too um trying to do that less so i feel like that yeah is not helping it um, helps it helps and it doesn't sometimes when i smoke it i feel better in the morning it's like a it's it, you you get fuzzy in a good and bad way right yeah. so it's like if you're not smoking weed you wake up and feel the just everything if it's I'm like not, taking it's a like, pill. It's like taking a pill. There, the 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 soul crushing sadness I feel when I woke up some mornings. Um, I don't feel guilty at all about smoking weed immediately because I'm like, I need to fucking, I need to do anything to not be thinking what I'm thinking about right now. Right. And weed does help. And like, it does. Yeah. yeah. The That's days, so the days where yeah. I get, the days where I can just smoke that wake and bake and not smoke all day. Those are the good days. But oh, then okay. some days I just. Oh, I don't wake and bake. That's oh. I, I mean when I smoke the night before. Oh, yeah. no, oh I yeah. have things to do during the day. I, can't I try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I you guys. Give myself... I mean, you guys have jobs and careers, and I do. <laughs> I, like I said, I don't do anything. So I mean, no, I mean I just feel bad when I do that because I'll do that on on days when I don't have to do anything, and then yeah. no, nothing comes of the day yeah. usually if I'm doing that. I like I use it as a carrot. Get get this that and the You've other. You've said thing that before. Yeah. That's very good. Yeah. That's very good. I like that. Yeah. And then you, you mean like once you get your stuff done, you're little like, reward. Look at you. You did you did three things today. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's funny. I use sports as that. Mm-hmm. Like in, in, late in the day, playing or watching, watching more than playing. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I'm just like I could turn on ESPN and I could just just my brain just goes like, "Whoop, oh, we're done with the day." I love I, I love the sign off because I yeah. I do the sign off like sometimes like it's like four o'clock is this too early to plop down on the couch and then I'm out and then like, I'm on the no, couch I and had I'm like, one audition <laughs> yeah I did it yeah I was <laughs> in traffic for like an hour yeah uh yeah it's hard yeah uh, what's also, your what's your sport are you a b-ball guy you seem like a what b-ball do I play guy. no what's your what do you like Thank to you. watch the most I appreciate that yeah it's, com- um, it's a compliment. Uh, it's because I'm wearing a tracksuit right now. I'm wearing, yeah. I, uh, my, yeah, basketball is definitely my sport now. It used yeah. to be hockey when I was yeah. younger, but basketball is just too fun right now. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. it's good. Hockey, where are you from? I'm from New York. Yeah, baby. I, was, okay. I grew up just loving hockey. I don't yeah. know why. It was, are you a Rangers fan? Me, 
Devils. Ooh, I went to all the Devils, devils games. I like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I went to, I was super into the Devils forever. Yeah, they were Martin Brodeur or something. Yeah, baby. Up. Yeah, he's the best goalie of all yeah, time. Yeah. Good pull, Dan. He's, he's the greatest. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> he was just furiously Googling while we were. Um, I, I, it's funny, though, with sports, you're into it for a certain amount of years until you figure out, I guess, women. And like you, you get really into your career. So you figured out and women. And then I figured them out. Okay. And then and then as soon as you figure them out and you have a wife or you have like a, a significant other, you go back to sports again. Yeah. Pretty is that quickly. part of your life is set? You're like, yeah, all right, you stay here with the dogs. I'm going to Vegas. To yeah. I don't know why. I, I got I was there was a big, long period of time, maybe from 21 to 29, I think, where I just was not that into sports. Yeah. And then I, I, just I went through that back in. Yeah. Yeah. I went through yeah. that. I understand that. Yeah. Sorry to kill the mood, guys. I no, no, no. Really... No, it's important because I watch, I think, I mean, we talked during baseball season, we talked a lot about uh, the Dodgers, but Dan's not so much into basketball. Uh, so, I like I like playing basketball. Yeah. I just don't, I don't follow it as much. The NBA, yeah. Um, um, playoffs, I, I, like, I, I like following it. I struggle with it. I like, I watch a ton of basketball, sometimes too much. <laughs> and it's become a problem because it's like, it gets to the point where it's like you spend too much time doing something that you are not paid for. And I don't like, mm, mm. I like write about basketball. I have theories and all this stuff. I'm one of the greatest. You got to get, you got to get paid to, to watch basketball. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, it's probably not. Is someone doing that? Dave Schilling is always at Staples Center. It seems like. Yeah. Who's that? I know he's, uh, he's been on the he's podcast. A he's, a, he's like a ringer guy. Do you guys yeah. know CJ Toledano? He's yeah. one of my best friends. He, yeah. one he of his does best something, friends, right? Yeah. Doesn't he, he do something? He with? he works for the NFL now. He worked for he worked for the NBA. He worked for the yeah. Pistons. Can he get me a job there? No, right. <laughs> I want to. I have so many good ideas. Can um, we get him on the podcast right now? <laughs> we can call him. I can text him. It's funny you should bring him up because CJ is standing by. <laughs> wow. I guess he left. Uh, let's talk about let's talk let's circle back to your wife and your marriage and your your life mm. as a married person. Does your wife watch sports? What's your wife's name? Grace. Grace under fire. That's that's her full name. We call her Grace. <laughs> so you married? Uh, wait, who was Grace under fire? What was her actual Brett name? Butler. Brett Butler. I, I'm married to Brett Butler. <laughs> if that's what you're getting at. Good for you. Yeah. She actually hit on me uh, the first night I ever performed comedy. I was hanging out at the Comedy Connection in Boston. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, and she told me that I looked like a young firefighter. <laughs> she asked if I, I wanted to get that. a drink. Yeah. And I said no. <laughs> that was it. Didn't yeah. want to get a drink was, with Brett? No, nah, I didn't. I was I was 18. Wow. And she was, I think, 60. Good for her. So, I don't know how old she is. That's uh, kind of mean. So I don't know. What does Grace do? Is Grace in the... She's a chef. Oh, Fuck yeah. Good. Yeah. She is... She is Pretty far from this business. Yeah, that's good. Which is awesome. Where does she work? She does. Uh, she does something that I actually didn't even know was a job. She recipe tests for cookbooks and like I just writes them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She so she works with like famous food writers and stuff. She works with this guy Mark Bittman, uh, who's like a who's a New York Times food writer, and he does cookbooks. And so she'll just get like, you know, six hundred recipes, and then she has to just figure out if they work. So she'll just, she gets, you know, we get three meals a day paid for. She just gets groceries and hey, just has to make awesome. recipes at home. Nice. That is great. Yeah. yeah. she It's, it's incredible, but she's home a lot. That's the thing too. We're both home a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That, oh man. 
speaking of getting away, that makes a huge difference when you're both like working from the house. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because my wife does that every now and then. And then uh, I'm just like, you know, I'm I have a a storage unit I go hang out at every now and then. (laughs) Is that true? Yeah, I got a garage I stand in. You do? A couple hours a day. (laughs) This is a thing. This is really funny. This is like like figuring out a space yeah. that could yeah. be yours is such a big deal. I feel yeah. like such an idiot because it's like that stupid man cave thing where it's just like all my stupid no, you need shit. But I just go there and I stand. Um, Please tell me there's only work. room sometimes for you I to don't. stand in there. Like there's no, you can't, like you can't move. You just go yeah. stand in a dark. It's like an upright coffin. Uh, <laughs> it used to be. I got rid of that one. I have like four storage units, but this one I just. Are you a serial killer? Yeah, I keep stuff around town. <laughs> Having more than one storage unit is pro- you're probably a killer, right? Pretty weird. It's pretty weird. Um, but no, just having a place to go makes a world of difference. And I, I, I only go there for like an hour, yeah. hour and a half. Yeah, but it's I go self, there with like it's one goal in mind. Yeah, and then I just do that while I'm there. There's no internet connection there. It's actually great. It's great. Uh, yeah, space I was to just go. I was thinking of getting an office. Like I was like, yeah. I, I took a tour of a WeWork. Man, what a mess those places oh, are. Yeah, you, mm-hmm. don't, you don't. You don't want to go there. Go there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lame. Bunch of people. Ugh. Um, out of work. I'm I'm done with coffee shops. I really I'm just I hate them. I, I saw you in a coffee shop once. You were engulfed in a book. I I had, I had to run out. I saw you at the Starbucks on Prospect. Oh, that wasn't me. I don't read. Ages ago. <laughs> Ages ago. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, a long time ago. I used to. Yeah. You were engulfed. Yeah. He was super. It was, it was a giant book. It was huge. I was just. Totally <laughs> it was just my whole body. The book just said, but yeah. it was a big giant right, right, black yeah. book in blo- white right, block right, letters. Right. It said acting. Yeah, yeah, white. Yeah, I was writing it. That's the weirdest part. You were writing it. Right. I wasn't even reading. I was writing that book. Uh, so you you're not gonna office. Is this true? You, to, you really you saw me just in a. I book? swear to God. I swear to God. And you yeah. didn't want and to say anything. Um, you were super into, it and I really had to run out. I love that. See, I, I hate people that have to talk to you because no, they ran into you. I hate it's it. Like, yeah. I hate it so to. much. I Stop hate it so it. much. It's like, you I'm don't even really have... good with the hello and keep hey, on moving. Yeah, who cares? Because I know how I feel. Yeah, what we do don't you need mean? to do yeah. the stop and chat. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. No one wants it. There yeah. needs to be a word to just get get it out. Dude, wait till you leave it. L.A. It's so much better. Then you don't run into anyone. I like how the assumption is I'm definitely leaving L.A. soon. Yeah. Wait, what is it? What? What's that? What happens when you live LA? You don't uh, see anyone you know. You you live in a city where when you live in a city where you don't know anyone, you don't run into anyone that you know. It's awesome. Yeah. Oh, that is great. Yeah, it's great, dude. It saved my life. And, and Los Feliz, where I live, is just oh my ev- god. Everyone, everyone oh looks and does exactly the same things as me. Yeah. I see everyone, everyone like all over yeah. all the time. I've seen you countless yeah. times. We look similar. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. We. Yeah. Uh, I we used to live in Eagle Rock, which is like slowly becoming Los Feliz in a way where there was like a lot more people living there than there used to be that did comedy, and so that was slower journey. Mm-hmm. But every time I went to Los Feliz, it was a fucking nightmare. It is, it is. I and put it, on like hats and sunglasses sometimes, like, like I'm looks like a celebrity, <laughs> like right? some sort of famous yeah. asshole, even though um, I just don't want to see my. No, friends. I want to seem more famous than the people around me in Los Feliz, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I think we, me and you, are more famous than probably seventy-five percent of the people in those fields. I'm very famous. famous. I could see yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, doesn't Jack Black live in those? <laughs> Jack Black. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he's going to the uh, Starbucks Reserve. The yeah, uh, where he goes. That's oh, nice this is the new. This is the new Starbucks, right? I have. I've heard yeah, 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 yeah. That's a new one. Yeah, I love yeah, Star- really. Starbucks. Is my go-to place in New York. 
because I just I never I never been to New York before. That's your go to place. Yeah. Oh, I love the Starbuckses in New York. You're like, I can't Starbucks wait to go to New, New York. York. I get to go to all the Starbuckses. Well, I hated New York. Um, I like the Starbucks in Park Slope. It was great. Oh, all right. Uh, which one? The one? The one? Uh, I used to. I I lived right near Park Slope. Um. Oh shit! What street is it? The one on? right off the train. Like it's yes. literally next to the train yes. station. Yes. Yes. I hated that one. Mm. It's nice. It was always so crowded. Oh boy. Oh, it wasn't that big. It wasn't that crowded. I mean, it was really big, and it wasn't that crowded. Um. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice. Got right in the bathroom, no problem. Uh, What's the code? Do you have the code? <laughs> what was it? It was uh, 4115 is what it was. Oh, yeah, great. Um, yeah, it was uh, great. I love Starbucks. How did, how did you meet Grace? There it is. Did you meet her out here? Uh, how did we meet? She came to a show. She met. We met out here. She, she came to... Do you remember... To... You remember Twelve Shiny Nickels? You oh yeah, that show? Oh, sure. Dan, Dan Bylet show. Yeah, it was at the Fake Gallery for a while on Melrose. Is that before it went to Gower Gulch? Uh, it was at Gower Gulch. Yeah, it was. Where Tiger Gulch. Gulch. It was. It went there. It was yes. at West Side. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, actually, this was before. I'm... This was 2010. That's when I started. Yeah, yeah. Or 11. Yeah. Um, and I was performing, and she was in the audience. And after the show, we kind of made eyes at each other, and then she. I had brand new sneakers that day and they were like too white and she made fun of them. She came up and like kind of negged me. Yeah. Like she was like, uh, oh yeah, nice sneakers. Uh, what are they new? That wasn't what she said at all. I just made that up just uh -huh. now. It was something like that. And uh, and I was like, Haha. and then she left and came back. Her friend convinced her to come back and talk to me and Mike Bridenstine were, were together hanging oh, out. Oh, okay. And, um, and then that was it. And we hung out the rest of the night. We went to a gay bar right near there called The Fault Line. Mm -hmm. and, oh yeah! Uh, by the way, dicks out at that gay bar. Do you know that oh, yeah. people just hang around with their dicks? It's out a leather. It's a leather bar. bar. Is it a leather bar? You I mean, there? there's a leather. I have been there. Uh, I used to live yeah. around the corner. Uh, yeah, there. I didn't know that that was a thing. Yeah, dicks were, out. Yeah, like I don't a, know if the guys worked there who had their dicks out, but I think it was. <laughs> that's got to be a health thing if they're behind the bar. Oh, it absolutely was. It had a C. It was the. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All the dicks. <laughs> I had a D. You gotta do it. Um, you gotta uh, so, do it. When you're, I mean, yeah, you gotta the, do it. The way so you did this. You, the way you and Brido? Yeah. No, Brido left. It was just me, Grace, and her friend Stephanie, and we just hung out. And then we we did karaoke at Pattaya Thai, mm -hmm. which used to be the the coolest late night karaoke yeah, spot. Secret beers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was, okay. was open till like it was open past two. It that was, was great. Like a huge they deal. they serve yeah. secret beers after bar close. What do you it mean? Was, it's not it worth it. Cute, just yeah. go home. <laughs> Never say die. <laughs> uh, no, that place is dope. I used to go to small. It was at, like if you live in that area, there's only hello. Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, small cutter. Wow. Fault line. That seemed really weighted. That was like emotionally weighted. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah. No, I know. The, no, the disconnect between us is both literal and. Can you even and, hear me? <laughs> yeah. Are you? Can you hear me? Are you listening? Are you trying mm, to listen? Two different. Two different questions. Yeah. So you're hanging out. You have your dick out you, at the gay bar. I didn't. It you, was oh, yeah, yeah, people okay. around. But that's kind of a uh, whirlwind. Sorry. Like right. that. This is listening. a. Is this a meet cute? Um, this is a meet cute, right? This is a meet cute. Yeah. She yeah. picked you up. It sounds like. Uh, she did. She I was very. That. I've never been aggressive with women. Yeah. I always. I made a. Uh, I. I'm saying I made a living. Like the way that I would ever pick up girls <laughs> in New York. Was New York was where I kind of had the the opportunity to kind of really be in my twenties, you know. Mm -hmm. And it was always I had uh, I would always have a friend, different friends usually that were just 
just kind of like borderline abusive with women, just like just totally would hit on every girl at a bar. Yeah. You know, they like stop girls on the street and talk to them. Like, uh-huh. And then I would just be the guy who's like, oh, my friend, oh, that guy sucks. That's a good move. And then I would just, that's how I'd meet girls. Clean up. And that was it. Yeah. I, yeah. Was, I was never, I could never go up to a girl or anything. So she luckily did that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's fun. And then you just start, to, you hit it off. And then how long before things get, get serious? Uh, till we had sex? Sure. Um, it was, I think, uh, two weeks, I'm going to say. Respectable. Yeah. And then we had, uh, I don't know, how do you define serious? Like, Well, did you live together before you got married? How long were you dating before oh, you got married? Well, we... You're married to her now. That's uh, what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> how long until we got married? Is that what you're asking? How long before it's You didn't ask that. Looking I mean, but, that way. How um, long before things got serious? Oh, uh, you know, they go in stages. Yeah. I think the first step is usually, um, it's around... I think if you make it past two weeks, right, it's usually that's kind of the first step where you're then your boyfriend, more girlfriend? than just like, hey, this is a girl that I went on a few dates with. You're kind of like, oh, this is someone I'm going to see more regularly. Yeah. Um, and then I think what happened was after a year or so, we moved to New York together. There you and that go. That was where we took the big, that was like a big step. Oh, so you were in New well, you're from New York, but you were in LA and then you went back to New York? I guess I didn't know that. Went back to New York to do Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> Just directed by Martin Scorsese. Directed by Martin Scorsese. Is is uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in that one? Is that? um, I don't remember. Somebody like that. Yeah, I think he was. Uh, It was mostly me and um, Rob Reiner. Sure. And uh, Real real Rob. Real Rob. He was great in that. He gets slept on. He's great in that new show, The Real Rob. (laughs) This is a renaissance. It's a real Robissance. He's really coming back. He's a cut up. That's why. Actually, side note: uh, Rob Reiner and I became uh, close friends for about a week on that set. We hadn't, we haven't spoken since, but for about a week, I was really close with him. Is this true? And, uh, yeah, it's really true. It's totally true. That's awesome. And he he has the best stories of any oh, celebrity. Yeah. Oh, I believe that. Uh, oh, I bet. He was talking about like you know using a piano crane to lift Andre the Giant <laughs> off the set because he got too drunk and passed out. Like he has like crazy stuff he talks that about. That guy under yeah. the giant would like legendarily drink like seventy beers in yeah. one sitting or something. He would like drink that. like three uh, gallons of vodka or something crazy <laughs> like that, and just like fall asleep wherever he was. Yeah, and I think he was like six hundred pounds. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, they'd have to, they used a crane a few times to get him off the set. That's really keep cool. Shooting. Um, <laughs> <to> keep shooting. <laughs> That's really cool. Here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I moved back to New York for Wolf of Wall Street, and then I, well, what happened was we almost like tricked each other into living together. Mm. This is what's weird is Grace and I, we've never had the like important conversations that usually you're supposed to have yeah. to get to the next stage. You just yeah. did it. We just kind of did them. Yeah. yeah. So we both, want, we both wanted to move to New York. She was kind of in a place in her career where she needed a change, and I needed uh, to go for work and we were like, we're, we're going to go for three months. That was the intended time. And we we're like, why not live together? Like we're moving at the same time. That'd yeah. be weird if we didn't. Right. But it's only going to be three months. So yeah. it's not the pressure's off. And we never even talked about it. It's kind of like, so we're going to get a place right together. And we're like, yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah. And that's the best way to do it. Yeah. Because I don't know how you guys did it, but the moving into the other person's place is a little harder than starting a new place together. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I think that that. That took us to the next level. And then we never even talked about marriage. And then one day I just proposed, which is the oddest thing about 
proposing. It's what like, do you it's mean one day you just proposed? It was like yeah, yeah. I just we never talked about getting married, which is so odd. Cool. She she just assumed that it would never happen, and then one day I just did it. So what 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 was your thinking when you decided you wanted to do it, having never spoken to her about mm, it? What was the decision? I think we went to a few weddings, and mm-hmm. I was just like, "That looks fun." Yeah, because I think it was just kind of we were just resigned to the fact that we were going to just be together forever, and that yeah. was it. Yeah, and then we were like, "Yeah, let's just." I was like, "Yeah, let's just get married." Did you have a yeah. ring? It is. I yeah, totally. I did the whole the whole thing, man. The ring. The kneeling, yeah. the calling the parents, yeah, yeah. So, what did you do that in New York? No, I did it in L.A. We, I, I had a whole plan to go to. We had our first kiss on Santa Monica Pier, uh, at the end of the pier, and I was going to go back there, and I was going to have a fisherman reel in the ring. Ooh, <laughs> that is no. that is and, by uh, far that is by far the what, most adventurous proposal idea we've heard so far right now what's, yeah you know what's what's crazy about that it is so not feasible no not it's at like all. one it's of the, the it's it's incredibly not feasible number one uh, all the friends that i brought this up to were like don't do that that sounds like a ring. terrible idea yeah when you you know in theory it sounds like such a great idea right it's yeah. like you picture it but then when you start to plan out the actual things you'd have to do it's crazy you'd, yeah. you'd have to get a dummy ring First right. of all, because yeah. you can't just put can't like, risk that, you know, I had like a what? Thirty five. I don't want to brag. I had a thirty five hundred dollar ring. Yeah. Yeah. There you know, is. you can't like uh, you can't just like put that in the ocean. Right. Um, because what if you lose it? Then you have to, I guess, hire an actor to like yeah, play you can't a really fisherman. go down and just maybe you that can't guy. like I can't just get like Dan St. Germain to like play a fisherman. <laughs> You know, like she knows him. Is you that know, what like, you were thinking? I was thinking Dan. But that would, how weird would that be that we just go to the end of a pier and Dan St. Germain's fishing? So, so you hired like, Peter Postal Wait. Yeah. Right. And then you all of a sudden, like, how do you bring the attention to this stranger fisherman out of nowhere? Like, yeah. he's just going to go, oh, I got a big one. And then you yeah. have to be like, Grace, we should go see. He's got a big one. <laughs> Wait, is that Steve Buscemi? Yeah. No, no, yeah. he just looks like Steve Buscemi. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Rob Reiner is, is Rob over Reiner here fishing. <laughs> <laughs> this reminds it's, me of the time I lifted Andre the Giant off of the set. Yeah, yeah, it was, it, yeah, it was a nightmare. Yeah, it's impossible. It's not possible to do it. No. And then why? Why do you get the ring that he hauls in? I mean, what's the I'll logic be like, there? Look, he has a ring. I might as well take it off his hands <laughs> and put it on yours. I mean, it's just the levels of confusion. <laughs> You should have had like a whole exchange. So what'd you end up how doing? about I buy this off you, sir? <laughs> so how did I do it? Yeah. So what'd you end up doing? Um, I ended up. Uh, <laughs> it was it was kind of stupid. What my whole idea was, I was gonna go to where we took uh, just out of nowhere, I guess, on a date to Santa Monica Pier. We went on a date, and I was gonna take a selfie with us uh, in the spot where we had our first kiss. And then I was gonna look at the selfie and be like, "That's nah, not right. Let's do another one." And then we'd do another one. This is actually what I did. And then I did another one. I was like, I, this, it's just not looking good. You want to take a look? And it would just be a picture of the ring. Oh, shit. Um, and I did it. Mm-hmm. And she looked at it and she was just like, what is this? This is just a ring. What are you doing? <laughs> like, she, there was nothing. It didn't read as anything. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm a good actor. And I played it like really, really straight. Really good. Um, are you all right, Eric? I'm cramping. Eric I'm sorry. Your story was uh, so good. I'm cramping. I really seized it up. Oh, yeah. you got the Jimmy legs? Yeah. Um, uh, that yeah. is really so, that is incredible. So it didn't register, so and then sweet. I got down on a knee, and uh, it still didn't register. She thought I was kidding, 
And then finally it did. And that was it. And no one, you know, it was very crowded and no one even stopped to look. It was really weird. Yeah. I, I pictured that everyone would be like, oh, look, it's like proposal. Yeah, right. And everyone was just like, get the fuck out of the way. What are you doing? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So you pulled out the real ring eventually. That was the real ring. On the phone? A picture of it? Oh, are you saying like. Eventually you got down. Oh, yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. I didn't yeah, yeah. try to put the photo ring on her <laughs> finger. Yeah. If that's what you're asking. I just didn't know how the transition worked. I love that or... proposal. You do? Yeah. yeah that's really, really oh, sweet. Yeah. I it's real simple. It. Yeah. Did you make a declaration? Like, I want to. Yeah. yeah. I, I want to. I want to marry. I declare. I said uh, I didn't want to write anything because I felt like it would be too scripted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I should have because I just kind of fumbled through a bunch of stuff. I was I think I was like, you know, we're both kind of dumb and we should be dumb together. And like, you know, I like you so much. And, you know, it just was like, which turned out to be a more romantic because it was just. Yeah. It was silly. real. Yeah. Yeah. It was real. Right. Um, but uh, I think it was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. it's a beautiful. I love moment. it. And then you call the folks and then you go out to dinner or something. No, you started. We had dinner before. Oh, OK, which was, you know, what's weird is like it just happens and then it's over and then you just kind of walk back to the car. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like. Yeah, it's, it's just odd. It's like you we, propose and then you just walk to the car and you go back home. <laughs> you're sitting on the tent and that's it. And you're just like. At home, and then you're like, "Oh, let's watch TV now." Yeah, we're gonna get married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's it's kind of anticlimactic. Well, I that's mean, the best way to do yeah. it. You don't want it to be. Like, well, it sounds like you guys are just like the two of you are very simpatico. Like you guys are just synced up, and you kind of just went, you know, like. Why every, was it different for you guys? I mean, like we, yes, we had like several talks, and it was like, "Are you gonna propose, or I'm gonna propose?" And then if oh. she was gonna propose, and then I was like, "You guys do it on a jumbotron." Uh, but I was joking, but then she, yeah, I wanted it on a jumbotron, but she want, but she thought I was joking. It was serious. You wanted her to propose on a jumbotron. Yeah. At a Dodger game. No, but like in general, you wanted her to propose yeah. instead of you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, but then it ended up, I ended up proposing, but, um, and it was beautiful and it was great, but you know, on a jumbotron, huh? No jumbotron. No jumbotron. No. no. Tiny tron. No, no, no. <laughs> what size tron? I don't think there was you, any uh, tron involved. Mini tron. A mini tron. <laughs> I call it, that's my phone. It's a mini truck. It's a fun size truck. <laughs> so, how long was your engagement? Uh, year, year and a half or so. Okay, and you get married in New York, I assume. We did. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. Man, it was. It was great. We we really we paid for it ourselves, and we kept the costs low, which is actually, I think like a, was a great choice because it, everything had to be super personal Yeah, mm -hmm. because every, we were trying to pinch pennies everywhere we could. Mm -hmm. And then you start to make decisions of like, well, what do we like? And like, what's our personality instead yeah. of like, yeah. Oh, let's just get something. Right. Know? Yeah. Um, also the parents can't be too involved when they're not bankrolling. Yeah. No, no. Our parents were not involved. I really yeah, wish was, that I was an adult like you and, and got, and was able to pay for my own wedding because it sucked involving parents. I wish I, I wish I could just yeah. be like, nah, it's cool. I got it. <laughs> uh, well, I was, you know, I was, we were really going to spend our, our, almost our last dime on this wedding. And then I happened to uh, book a show and it was shooting like right when we were doing it. Otherwise I would have been crazy in debt. Oh, okay. Like, it was, it was pretty touch and go yeah. for a little while. Yeah, yeah. We were like maxing out credit cards. So it's not fun. No, but, uh, it was it was a good choice. Yeah, we did it Littlefield yeah. in New York, which is like 
Oh, I've been uh, there. It's where Wyatt Snack Show was there. Night Train. Oh, okay. It's, uh, it's Butterboy. There's like a. It's a great like, spot though because it's got that bar in the front and it's like real. Yeah, they shut that down though. It, oh, really? Now it's new. Yeah, it's not as cool, but yeah. Okay. It so, was it was great. It was like an art gallery, little small venue. It was super cheap. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was like because everywhere in New York is so expensive. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Big wedding. Ninety people. There you oh, go. Pretty yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Respectable. Yeah. No kids. No, no kids. kids. Knows, no huh? kids. Yeah, what do you want? You had kids at your wedding? Uh, I only invited kids. <laughs> <laughs> we had I'm not even we sure if I really got married now that I think about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah no, we had no a few kids. Just kids. Yeah. Um, I don't really know that many kids. Uh, uh, I know so many, dude. Yeah? yeah. And they all suck. And that's why they, <laughs> they didn't come to my wedding. I hate them all. <laughs> Yelled at them. You're like, you can't come. Uh, did I miss? Did you say where Grace is from? Was Grace from New York, too? Chicago, Chicago, city by the bay. Okay. Mm. Did she have a lot Mm. of family? Oh, I guess not. 90s, like not that much. That's like, that's a perfect size wedding, I think. But yeah, yeah, it was. And I like to think that we had to really like cut, cut it down. But we just know so few people. It was like we had to struggle to get to 90. No. Yeah. We both have small families and uh, we don't have close friends, really. Oh, so this is I mean, we have close friends. We just don't have a lot. You know, Yeah. okay. Yeah, you don't need that many. <laughs> like, there's a big drop off between like close friends and, and then like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I feel That's like we're though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think the older you get, it's like only natural, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, who needs it? You know, I don't. <laughs> and I bet Leo doesn't either. Hmm. Was Leo DiCaprio? at the wedding or just Rob? Uh, neither. Mm. Um, they both uh, didn't get an invite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so what in, in planning the whole thing because this is kind of like an advice show now um, oh, is it for grooms I don't know what the show is yeah we do it once a week and we're figuring it out but uh, yeah more or less uh, for grooms oh, by, I'm an open book man for you, grooms, you ask me anything by grooms and everyone in between mm-hmm. what are you telling a groom out there on their way to the altar mm-hmm. to look out for booby traps pitfalls mm. what did you do wrong did you do anything wrong uh, you know what? No, I kind of did everything right. Um, well, I'm serious. I don't know. It yeah, like I did. It. it sounds like it. I did a lot right. Um, because I wasn't focused on it. I was so focused on my career. I was starting to shoot a show. Actually, the day before the wedding on that Friday was the first day of shooting on my show Downward Dog. Oh, crazy! And we had to fly. To, we had to move to Pittsburgh the week of our wedding. What? To then get married. Yeah. So we were so distracted with other stuff that we didn't even get to stress about the wedding, which is the best way to do it. What I would suggest is book a show um, that book pays a, a bunch book of a money. Book a show on ABC. Yeah, book a show and then shoots in Pittsburgh. Your uh, you know, uh, I think if I was going to do it over, um, I, you, I wouldn't focus so much on like crap like a photo booth or I feel like a photo, like things like that. It's just, well, a wedding is just, it's really just food. If you get the food right, and you have booze flowing and dancing, and that's it. Did you, there's yeah. nothing. There's really nothing else that's, that's important. Because it's, yeah. it's yeah, about it's just, the it's about the people and it's about the moment. Um, yeah, I mean, at some point we were arguing for like a week over like a photo booth. And you're like, like, fuck yeah. You know what the centerpieces on the yeah. stupid tables would be. And Nobody like, remembers. Like, no one gives a shit. Did you have a videographer? Do you have a Do you have footage of it? No. Why? <laughs> no. That, Are you looking for a videographer? I mean, no. I mean, this, this is this week. is that's probably like pound for pound my number one regret from because we don't like the other no day. Video, no video, no video, 
And the other day was uh, my wife's birthday, and she's like, "I really want to watch. I wish we had a fucking video to watch of our wedding because we just got married." Like that's funny. I didn't. I actually didn't feel bad about that until this moment. Mm. <laughs> that's how it was. That's how it was for me. I didn't like. I didn't even think about it. And then when I did think about it, I immediately started feeling bad. Mm. I, 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 he brought this up last week. I think you're better off because the memory of your wedding it, it will always be better than the actual videotape. Mm. It will never live up to what you remember. I've seen videotape of things. You know how like you tape a show or you tape something and you think, wow, that was, I just nailed yeah, that. Yeah, but that we, we were going to get somebody to like, shoot the shit out of it. No. You said you wanted security cam footage last week. Yeah, no, I got to agree with Dan on this. It's like, there's nothing more boring than watching someone's wedding no. video, right? I guess watching your own is kind of cool. No, sec- yeah. no, security footage was just going to be one element. It was going to be a oh. gimmick that I was going to use to kind of cut to and then edit it together with like a bunch of <laughs> real wow. real Jonathan Demi vibe. Okay. Like a, it was going to open with this, like an assault on, on a oh, surveillance. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I get mugged. She mug. She mugs me outside of an ATM, and she really beats the shit out of me. I mean, she really. Be- wow. Yeah, yeah. That's great. in a vestibule. That's a, we got. There's your meat cute. Um, we had great photos. Uh, there you Mandy go. Johnson. Oh yeah, you know Mandy. Yeah, yeah. she's great. Mm-hmm. Um, she did our photos. They're really, really great. She's so, incredible. Yeah, I don't know. It was a great wedding, guys. I wish I had more no. crap that was messed up about I it. Wish, I, no, um, no, no, no. That's I not the thing. We're not, looking, we're not looking for... We just want people to talk about their weddings. And if, I mean, like I said, like if the my biggest regret about my wedding is not having a videographer, that's a pretty fucking good wedding, if you ask me. If that's my mm. only regret, you know? So yeah. we, don't wanna, we don't want you to talk shit about your wedding. We love you know what's it. funny? It's like, it. It's there aren't many weddings, I think, where people are like, God, I really messed up that <laughs> wedding, right? It's like, what can you really do besides get divorced where you're like, during the wedding, (laughs) during During the wedding, (laughs) someone, I don't know. I could actually say what I was mad uh, for a while at one of my best friends, Brooks Whelan. um, (laughs) He brought, um, I don't, I don't mind calling him out on this too, because he's been on the show. He came and uh, he's not married though. Why was he on the show? He He got engaged. engaged. (laughs) Um. (laughs) It was a I great episode. I hate Eric. him so much. Go um, back to it. That, he uh, he laughed at the wrong times. This is the thing. During our vows, he laughed at the the wrong times to laugh. Like he laughed during the sappy parts when everyone else was laughing at yeah. the comedy parts. Because yeah. he was on laugh Mo- out loud. Because he was in on front Molly. Of everyone. He was he was and uh, or or Coke or I don't know what he was. No, on. that's that sounds like no, a Molly was, thing. That's a Molly no, no, thing. He, yeah. Here's the thing: is he brought um, he didn't have a plus one, and he brought a uh, he brought a date. To the wedding that he had never met before that day. Like a WNBA player. It was. <laughs> it's like a pa- the starting center of the Seattle Storm. <laughs> he totally stole the thunder away. Yeah, it was. Uh, he brought Rebecca Lobo. Um, it was like, come on, man! Now everyone's gonna want to talk to Rebecca Lobo. She was a hit. She's she a hit of the wedding. Um, he brought a date, and then uh, he left right after the ceremony. Didn't even stay for the. The dinner, the reception, or anything. What? And left. Didn't even give a gift. <laughs> wow. He just was out. Because he's Brooks. He's but he, the gift. Since then, he's made it up to me. You know, he sure. was in a weird place. And yeah, yeah, whatever. yeah. But, but yeah, I, that was one of my biggest uh, problems with the wedding, was the way Brooks handled it. <laughs> we just heard a second answer. It's at Brooks Whelan on Twitter. <laughs> no, no, no. He's so hard. He's so hard on himself. We had him on here, and he just like talked shit about no. himself for two hours. 
no. Yeah. I, did you did your wife notice? No, I love Brooks. Yes. You know, I just hated him at that moment. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she noticed. Oh, absolutely she noticed. <laughs> of course he was like she loudly cackling. He was like loudly yeah, cackling yeah. during this. Yeah, movie. loudly. Yep. <coughs> he was. I love that. It's so Brooks. It was really it was really funny. Everyone was just like, What is his deal? Why is he doing this? You know? <laughs> he's t- he took four Molly. He t- he's on four Molly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was it. So that I mean, that wasn't that long ago. It sounds like because weren't you doing Downward Dog one year ago? Uh, we were shooting a year and a half ago. Yeah. Oh, okay. You yeah. got married in the fall. Got married in uh, September tenth, which also got us a good deal. Oh, okay. People don't want to get married on September tenth yeah. for some reason because it's so close to nine eleven. Oh, really? It, yeah. Isn't that weird? To be fair, it, it was the crazy only date close available. to nine eleven. It's like right. It's, it's, a, it's as close. Yeah. We were we were actually still that. celebrating when nine eleven happened yeah. at midnight. Damn. Um, we had a big countdown. Damn. <laughs> um, where were you? <laughs> I like that. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was great. Do do it around September 11th. You'll get a deal. No one cares if your anniversary is near September 11th. Who cares? Just stop. I mean, uh, shut up. America needed the perspective. Sure. Um, this is where you get into your like truth or stuff. You're, oh, I I want I could go on about Building Nine if we wanted to. But Building I don't Nine? What happened to Building Nine? Seven was the big one. Damn right? it. I don't even know my conspiracy theories. <laughs> building Nine. Building Nine is still standing. <laughs> Why? Why is it still standing? That's how the CIA gets you, man. They get you talking about Building 9 and Building 7 when the whole fucking thing was a show, my guy. The whole fucking thing's been ready to blow up since the 60s, man. I mean, someone's like, 9-11 never happened. That's the conspiracy here? Yeah. They shot it on a soundstage. It's it's still there. Twin Towers are still there, man. It's like the Truman Mm -hmm. Show, except all the American people are Truman, man. Yeah, I don't think the listeners could see this, but he totally just like he did Took like the huge... perfect comic timing and looked yeah. way off into the distance yeah. as he said it. That Took just came out that, the way bomb. that I don't know. That sounded like I wasn't even talking when I said that. That when truth comes out of you like that, out of body experience. You are sitting in a room and it looks like a conspiracy theorist lives in that room. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, you, no you have like a bulletin board like uh, <laughs> no, like no. Claire Danes in Homeland. Yeah. No, no, no. Got the yarn going let's, everywhere. Let's not let's not confuse things. I moved to Baltimore and lost my mind. I like I literally just read <laughs> oh, Wikipedia about CIA. <laughs> like that's all I read. It's so, but I know shit ton about weddings now because I had. You one. just have like ten copies of Catcher in the Rye behind mm-hmm. you. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually kind of rewriting it, but. Uh, <laughs> There's some plot. There's some plot holes. There's some plot holes. I'm feeling (laughs) plot holes. Uh, well, I think that does it, Barry. Is that it? Really? What a great talk. This was painless. Painless. Uh, make sure you go. Uh, follow Barry on all this stuff. What's your stuff? Follow me. Um, on um Barry Rothbart everywhere. There you go. That's my name. Google me. I have a a a podcast I'm doing too. How shitty is that? Oh no, that's great. What's Uh, what's your podcast? Starburns Audio. It's uh called Get High and Save the World. And uh, I'm doing it with Lucas Neff, who was on my show with me. And, I uh, enjoy his Twitter. Getting high. Yeah, Twitter. What's the premise? You get high? We get high and we talk to people who are doing good things for the world. And we talk about whether or not they could save it. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, yeah. And you're stoned the whole time? Stoned, yeah. Oh, that seems... Okay. It yeah. seems what? That seems niche and uh, somewhat disrespectful to the people who are trying as a, to as save Jesus, the world. Man. As, a, as opposed to two idiots out? talking about people's why lives. Would, why, would he, why would you say that to me? <laughs> You're right. I'm on your completely not niche podcast right now. <laughs> You're just general. Let's just chat podcast. We have we have, we have 
17 I people back to your wedding every now and then 17 people listen to our podcast but no we're not niche no and we know no. all 17 of them um yeah so you could check that out it's on itunes and everything that's and, available uh, now that's yeah. been going you can catch me uh doing stand-up sometime too who do you think who do you think is winning in the nba finals this year who's winning it yeah Mm. Mm. You think Houston? I think I, I think it's, I think it's going to be uh, the Warriors. You think yeah. Houston? I don't be. think Houston's going to have a shot. No, no, no I'm, way. Man. I'll say Rockets just to be fun. No way. It would be fun, but they're going to. I think they have the two biggest playoff chokers to ever yeah. live: Harden and yeah, Paul. They Paul, always choke. Yeah. I think Warriors sweep them. How's that? Jesus, wow, man. Yeah, they send a message. Wow, he's pinning things to his bulletin board right now. <laughs> Fucking sweep them and step on D'Antoni's fucking throat. Wow. All right. All that's right, Barry yeah. Rothbard. That, that's Thanks, it. Barry. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. That, of course, was the great Barry Rothbard. Eric, what do you think about that guy? You want to go to Vegas with Barry? Mas- oh, man. Masturbating in hotel fun? rooms? How, how, fun, how fun does that sound? How I, fun does that sound? I'm, after we're done podcast, I'm getting on the phone with Barry. I'm lining up a date where we can get his his brother-in-law's Southwest or his brother's Southwest tickets. We're going to yeah. go to the Golden yeah. Nugget. We're going to get two rooms with an yeah. adjoining door. The doors yeah. will be left ajar. We will yeah. both masturbate in our separate but adjoining rooms with the door it's ajar. That, it's weird that that's what you're focusing focus From the conversation? On. What do you mean? Is the, is the masturbating part. Just because he, me, he talked about was, so much more? Yeah. Well, I mean, for me, it was wild. This guy, Barry Rothbard, he's really fun. Seems oh. like he's got a lot of stories. Oh. Seems like he's a cool puzzle to figure out. Well, yeah, um, I agree with you know, all he that. Doesn't, he doesn't lay it all out there for you to to no. like me or like you. Yeah, you you, know? you save it for the you save it for the gold nugget. Then that's where yeah. you lay it all out yeah. there. No, right? I really want to hang out with Barry Rothbard. Yeah, for sure. Very cool, dude. Uh, thanks once again to him for joining us here in studio. And Dan, Dan, yeah, thank yeah. you also to Zola.com, our sponsor, Zola.com, Z-O-L-A, Zola. I'm really glad you brought that up, Eric, because yeah. this was our first March episode, and the wedding march marches on for this entire month. Every Friday, we're going to be bringing you 2018 wedding tips, spring season, not spring season, wedding, spring training, wedding season is here, wedding season is here, and the wedding march marches on, thanks in part to Zola.com. That's going to do it for us. We'll see you next week. Uh, Eric, uh, I love you. Bye, Eric. I love you. Bye. I love you, Dan. Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.